Hello, everyone, and welcome to the College Football Betting Pick Show for Championship Saturday 2020. My name is Dylan Bird, once again here on the Sports Bird Podcast, and I'm really, really excited to get to it this week. This is probably going to be the last college football betting pick show of the year, given that it is conference championship Saturday. Maybe I will do one for the college football playoffs. I'm not really sure yet. Maybe the New Year's Six Bowls I'll do one, but possibly this could be the last college football betting picks video of the year, which is kind of crazy. It's crazy that the whole year has gone by already. I mean, it's been a bumpy ride for college football given COVID stuff, but we're finally here. Championship Saturday. We got four picks against the spread today. Before we get started there, just wanted to remind you to follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird if you haven't already. That is the place where I will be updating picks as the day goes on, possibly adding, possibly switching one out for another game. So just be sure to follow me there to stay tuned with all that stuff and all those updates. In addition, be sure to like this video and be sure to subscribe to this channel. If you haven't already, it really helps me out. Also, as of yesterday, I just launched my Patreon. As you know, I have my NFL player prop show every single Friday on Salvetri's YouTube channel. That's mostly for picks on Sundays, but I've had people requesting picks for Mondays and picks for Thursdays as well. So my Patreon will be a podcast for all non-Sunday football, whether that be Saturday games, whether that be Monday night games, whether that be Thursday night games. So if you're into prop betting and you want content for Mondays, for Thursdays, for Saturday football, be sure to check out my Patreon as well. The link is in the description below. In addition, if you're new to this channel, I also do my waiver wire show for fantasy football every single Tuesday. The last one will be on this upcoming Tuesday, right before the fantasy football championship. Now, once football season ends, NFL and college, this channel will be transitioning a bit to basketball, NBA player prop bets, possibly some college basketball betting picks, possibly some fantasy basketball DFS stuff. So I'm really, really excited to get going for that. Now let's get started with the college football betting picks for championship Saturday. The first game that we are going to talk about today, we have the MAC championship game between Buffalo and Ball State. Buffalo favored by 13 points in this game, possibly my last matching bet of the year. Kind of crazy that we will not be betting Maction until 2021 after this. Now, I've been a huge fan of Buffalo this year. Props to the SUNY system, SUNY Buffalo. I am from New York, so pretty cool that they're doing so well. The fact that they're still not a top 25 team is pretty mind-boggling. I mean, this offense has been absolutely unbelievable. They're leading the FBS in points per game at 51.8. In addition, the Bulls rank ninth in yards per game on offense this year and are first in the FBS in rushing yards per game at 344.2. The reason they are first in rushing yards is mostly due to Jarrett Patterson, the star running back from Buffalo who has over a thousand rushing yards in just five games and also 18 touchdowns in just five games. Think about that. Over a thousand rushing yards and 18 touchdowns in just five games. That is stats that I have never even heard of. That's hard to comprehend. He's also averaging 8.3 yards per carry. One of the most insane stat lines I've ever seen through for a guy through only five games this year. Absolutely ridiculous. So Buffalo has played one game within 20 points this year. They blow every single team out. That game was against Northern Illinois, who they only beat by 19, and it was because garbage time Northern Illinois put up a bunch of points. But Ball State, on the other hand, it's worth mentioning. They're a very, very good team. They won every single game except for their first game this season against Miami, Ohio. So they're 5-1 and one on the season. However, just look at their scores. They've played all close games. A 7-point win over Eastern Michigan. 6-point win over Northern Illinois. 3-point win over Toledo. 
three over Western Michigan, and then they did have one blowout win over Central Michigan by 25. That was their only large win of the season. This is just a two different caliber of teams here. Also, despite that Buffalo focuses tremendously on the running game and Jared Patterson, Kyle Van Trees, their quarterback, is very, very capable. Now, he's not putting up great stats this year because they're running the ball so much because it's working, but they will in this game because Ball State has the ninth worst passing defense in the FBS. They're allowing 284.3 passing yards per game. So expect Van Trees to pass the ball a little bit more than normal, and that'll be a great complement to that dominant running game that Buffalo has. It's also worth mentioning that Ball State has a high power offense of their own, averaging 457.8 yards per game and 33.7 points per game, but I don't see how they keep it close with Buffalo, who's just an absolute powerhouse, putting up high 40s, low 50s, or more in points every single game. I think this is just two different caliber teams, and as a result, I think the Bulls blow out Ball State tonight, possibly drop 50 once again, and easily cover the 13-point spread in the MAC Championship game. The next game that we're going to talk about today, we're looking at number 10, Oklahoma, favored by six points in the Big 12 Championship game versus number six, Iowa State. So these two teams played earlier in Ames, Iowa in this earlier in the season, and I was on the wrong side of the bet. I bet Oklahoma minus seven in that game, and it turns out that Iowa State won by seven in that game. So look, I mean, that happened unfortunately earlier in the year, but that was a long time ago. This is a much different Oklahoma team than we saw in that game. They aren't allowing 40 points per game anymore. The defense has really, really figured this thing out lately. Oklahoma's allowed 14 points or less in four of its last five games. Oklahoma has also won six straight games with the last loss coming at Iowa State in Ames, the one that I did mention. In addition, Iowa State is coming in on a nice hot streak as well. Five straight wins with their last loss coming on October 24th to Oklahoma State. Iowa State's defense also has been really good, only allowing 21.3 points per game this season. Now, what ends up being the difference here, I think, is Oklahoma's offense averaging 43.4 points per game. In addition, Spencer Rattler is their quarterback. Rattler could possibly be a future Heisman winner. A five-star recruit has tons of potential. This is also a major revenge game for Oklahoma. I don't think that they let Iowa State beat them twice in a season. I think they take care of business. I think that Iowa State is due for a letdown game. They're pretty much consensusly overranked by the College Football Playoff Committee at number six, in my opinion, as well. And I think that Oklahoma gets the job done, covers minus six in this game to win the Big 12. The third game that we're going to talk about today is the only one that I'm going to talk about that is not a conference championship game. We have Penn State at home against Illinois. Penn State favored by 15 and a half in this game. So after an 0-5 start, Penn State is now 3-5. They've won three straight games, and they're coming off a 39-24 win against Michigan State. Illinois coming off a two-game losing streak. Head coach Lovey Smith was just fired after last week when the team lost 28-10 against Northwestern. A major part of Penn State's success has been through wide receiver Jahan Dotson so far this season. Dotson had an 81-yard punt return. He also had 108 receiving yards in the game, so a lot of Penn State's offense does run through Dotson. Illinois has allowed 15 passing touchdowns this season, which is the second highest in the Big Ten. They've also allowed the highest completion percentage to opposing teams, so expect Dotson to be open a lot. Expect Dotson to catch a lot of passes and have a huge day, which will be a major help for Penn State in this game. I would continue to give some more stats, but I don't think that Illinois is going to come into State College motivated. It's the last game of the season. They're coming off a two-game losing streak where their coach just got fired. I even heard some rumors floating around this week that Illinois didn't even want to get on the plane and go to 
State College. I heard that the game was even possibly on the verge of being canceled because Illinois did not want to play the game. Illinois comes in unmotivated to this game after their coach just got fired, and they come in facing a motivated Penn State team who's looking to build on what they did the last three games and extend their winning streak to four. I think Penn State blows Illinois out in this game and covers 15 and a half in state college the last game that we're going to talk about today is the big game of the day the acc championship where we have number two notre dame versus number three clemson clemson favored by 10 and a half points in this game now like i said this is the huge game of the day it probably has the most playoff implications out of anything on the slate you know if notre dame loses this game they probably still get in but clemson will definitely get in if clemson loses this game they fall out and Notre Dame is a lock-in, and then who could get that last spot that Clemson just left open by getting that second loss of the season. So it's just so many playoff implications with this game. And we all remember what happened last time. Notre Dame beat Clemson 47-40 to in double overtime in South Bend. Trevor Lawrence was out of this game due to COVID, so DJ Uwe Ungagale played quarterback for Clemson. Uwe Ungagale had a great game, but it's not the same not having Trevor Lawrence in the lineup on the offense. And this is really a matchup between the Clemson offense and the Notre Dame defense. Clemson's offense is averaging 46 points per game, which ranks fifth in the nation, and 346 passing yards per game, which ranks seventh in the nation as well. Notre Dame's defense is only allowing 17.1 points per game. So a really, really good Notre Dame defense. We saw that on display when they held North Carolina, a very, very offensively explosive team to only 17 points in that game on Black Friday. So just, just an example there of Notre Dame's defense, but they've been dominating all year. It's also worth noting that Clemson defense is also very good. They're only allowing 18.3 points per game, and Notre Dame's rushing offense is dominant. So that's another key matchup right there. Clemson's defense versus Notre Dame's rushing offense. Notre Dame's rushing offense is led by Kyron Williams, who's been one of the best running backs in the country this year. Notre Dame's rushing offense ranks 11th in the nation at 235 rushing yards per game. In addition, Clemson's defense is 11th in rushing yards allowed per game at 105.4. Clemson is going to score points in this game, and we know that. The question is, will they be able to stop the run? And if they do stop the run, even if they just hold the run a little bit, they don't need to completely stop it because that might be incredibly hard to do. But if they just slow it down a little bit, they're going to win this game. And I think Clemson comes in very, very motivated. It's a must-win game. Davo is going to have his team ready. Trevor Lawrence is playing, and you know Trevor Lawrence does not want to play his last game in a Clemson Tigers uniform. I know they'd have the bowl game, but I doubt that Trevor Lawrence would play if they don't make the playoffs. You know Trevor Lawrence wants more games and wants another national championship at Clemson, and you know his teammates are going to show up and his teammates are going to play for him. Davo is going to have the team prepared. I think that Clemson covers in this game minus 10 and a half. Now something else to keep in mind here, the line opened at seven and a half for Clemson, moved all the way to 10.5 since then, despite the fact that the public is on Notre Dame. So pretty interesting fact there. But once again, Clemson minus 10 and a half in this game is the pick. And that's a wrap for the college football betting pick show, possibly the last one of the season. Maybe I'll try to squeeze one or two in there for bowl season, but we'll see. But it's been a great year if this is the last college football betting show, and I'm looking forward to next year and other content in the winter that I'm going to do. So thank you, everybody who watched each week to these college football betting pick shows. And just remember, if you want to follow along with my commentary tomorrow, you can follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird. Also, be sure to check out my Patreon in the link at the description below. 
Be sure to subscribe to this channel and like this video if you haven't already. Goodbye, everyone, and good luck with your college football betting picks this week.